Welcome back, Black Equity listeners. Boy, oh boy. (laughs) I had to sit down and really give this episode some thought because I understand uh, the magnitude of this conversation. But if we don't have this conversation here, it won't be had. Many people are going to dodge this topic, but black equity can't. Black equity must look at what is really going on behind the scenes, the moves that are happening behind the scenes in black culture. And there's nothing bigger in black culture than hip hop. As, as much of it is entertainment, as much of it is all, you know, <laughs> fluff, you know, smoke and mirrors, it's still relevant. And since it's still relevant, we must look at it. So we present to you episode 168, Gatekeepers. Now, you know, I haven't really been listening to the Joe Budden podcast. The last Joe Budden podcast episode, full episode that I actually listened to was the one where they did a tribute to Nipsey Hussle. And I thought they did a really great job on that episode. Um, But I just stopped listening to Joe Budden podcast. To be honest with you, I just found a lot of the conversation to be a lot of filler and not necessarily uh, for me anymore. Uh, of course, there's big cultural moments that happen like today. And as someone who really fell in love with hip hop at a very early age, it's hard for me to just not listen to anything hip hop related, especially when I've put so much time and energy uh, into the culture. And so, yes, I tuned in today to listen to the Joe Budden podcast full episode because I wanted to make sure that I didn't miss anything before I spoke on something. I want to make sure that when I'm bringing information to you, it's not because I read it on Twitter, but it's because it's my own independent thought. And so right now it's trending all over the world. The Joe Budden podcast is number one trending or at least top five uh, at the time of this recording. And I saw a little bit of what people are saying. I see what people are are tweeting uh, and I see where this is going. A lot of people are upset because Nicki Minaj showed up on the Joe Budden podcast and it wasn't usually on Wednesdays here in America, uh, North America. Um, What happens is uh, people on Wednesdays, they look forward to their Joe Budden podcast. You know, if they're at work or uh, throughout their day, they're listening to the Joe Budden podcast to really get that. Uh, touch of the culture. And then, of course, I think they dropped one on Saturdays as well. And so two times out the week, it's just a beautiful thing. If you're really entrenched in the culture, could you get to hear someone's perspective who's been inside the game? And I get it. I I get all that. All that makes perfect sense. And so Nicki Minaj shows up on the Joe Budden podcast. Now, I don't know if I've ever done an episode here on Black Equity where It was about the Joe Budden podcast specifically, you know, having a guest or the content they have. So this may be a first. 
Um, but this is a big conversation. And there's there's going to be some people who don't even tune into this episode because Nicki Minaj is the you know so-called quote-unquote subject of this episode. But this episode has nothing to do with Nicki Minaj. None of the episodes have really anything to do with anyone. Because, uh, see, when you talk about people, you have a small mind. When you talk about events, you have an average mind. And when you talk about ideas... That's where the brilliant minds are. So really, every episode is an idea that we're looking at. The idea of something that just happens to come from this particular person or this particular event or particular situation. So none of our none of our episodes have anything to do with that particular person. It just has something to do with that particular ideology that is stemming from that person at that given time. Each person carries ideas and thoughts and and, and strategies and and different things that they have in their life. And it's our job to study the different things that are happening in the culture that are affecting the culture and business all at once. So it leads us here today to talk about Nicki Minaj showing up on the Joe Budden podcast. Joe Budden podcast is one of the top podcasts really in the world. There's no disputing it. That's why Spotify cut that check, whatever that amount was. They cut the exclusive check to have Joe Budden podcast uh, on uh, Spotify exclusively. So then they can bring all those listeners in and sell ads. And then, of course, bring them into other shows like Jamel Hill and other programs that are exclusively on Spotify. And then, of course, for people to stream their music. You know, if your attention is all on on Spotify, you're not going to keep jumping from app to app. Now, what app do I use, just in case you're wondering, for my music and my streaming? When I'm listening to podcasts, I mostly use Spotify. And when I'm listening to music, I've been going back towards Tidal because I think they have better playlists. I think think the playlists on Tidal are superior to the playlists anywhere else. That's just my opinion. But I'll get into all that on a later date. So Nicki Minaj shows up after being on... Uh, Queen Radio, I believe it's called, uh, on Apple. Um, and I don't have, I, I haven't listened to Apple uh, Apple and iTunes and all that in, in quite some time. So usually when something happens on Queen Radio, I end up, you know, catching it on YouTube or another platform a few hours later and, and gives me an opportunity to study it and uh, see what happened. So Joe Budden and the Joe Budden podcast, they show up on Nikki's um, radio show on Monday, I believe it was. And they begin having this conversation um, with her. And then from there, they went to go record the Joe Budden podcast later that night uh, with Nikki showing up on their podcast. So how Joe explains it, it's a swap for a swap. And it's it's a good moment in, in hip hop, but I do see a lot of people complaining, like, yo, what is going on here? Why why is she on, you know, the podcast? This is my time on Wednesday where I don't have to deal with no BS and I'm having to listen to Nicki Minaj the whole time. But this is not about Nicki Minaj. It never was. This whole entire conversation just happens to be uh, around Nikki. But this is about gatekeepers, my friends. 
This is about gatekeepers. So what I want to do is I want to get into these gatekeepers uh, and study it. If, if you allow me the opportunity uh, to be open, honest and frank about it, because nobody else is going to do it. So let's let's break this down. Let's, let's take a quick break and then let's break down uh, these gatekeepers and what Nicki Minaj was saying uh, that she experienced. If you love the Black Equity Podcast, make sure you head over to our Instagram at Black Equity Network. I want you to also check out some of my favorite podcasts right now. Pillow Top Podcast, Real Love 916, Hell Smart Mothers Podcast, and Better Than You Podcast. Make sure you check out those podcasts today. And also, if you haven't had a chance, you can listen to the GOAT Premium Playlist, where I break down who the GOAT of hip-hop is. And until that spot is taken, we'll be forever. Thank you. Back to the show. So Nikki has the Queen Radio uh, platform on Apple, right? And Joe Budden shows up on there and they get to talking. And basically she says, hey, I didn't like the fact of some of the things that you were doing. And Joe then says, well, what did I do? Nikki says, well, one of the things you did was you painted me out to be someone who uh, didn't know what was going on with the motorsport song last year or the year before. And Joe says, no, I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. So she takes, she plays the song, comes back and plays the audio clip from Everyday Struggle, where he specifically says, I don't think uh, Nikki knew what was going on on the motorsport song. And, and you know, she, I guess she got played or however he's trying to frame it. She plays that for him and he dances around it and doesn't admit what he just said. Okay. Then the whole entire conversation then turns. Here's the thing. The whole, the whole conversation shifts to talk about motorsport, but it only shifts to talk about motorsport because Joe Budden won't admit what he said which was just played for him. If he, if Joe Budden just says, Hey, yeah, okay. I did that. My bad. Then we move on to the next topic. Then we move on to hot girl summer with Megan, Megan stallion and how they were talking about that on the Joe Budden podcast. See, although I may not listen to the Joe Budden podcast, don't think I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Don't think I'm not having my ears to the streets. Don't think I don't, catch what comes through there. Now, for all the real listeners, why did I stop listening to the Joe Budden podcast? Just just a just a, a nice tidbit. Your boy Rory was on the Joe Budden podcast and he made a joke about Tupac and Jada Pinkett that was unnecessary and uncalled for and disrespectful to the legacy of Mr. Shakur. It's unacceptable. And for me, what what has been allowed on the, the Joe Budden podcast these last six months is unacceptable. The last year has been unacceptable. 
And then when you get into the conversation about pop music and you have two white guys arguing that hip hop is not pop. And the two black guys are sitting there allowing these two white guys who both have black girlfriends, which you can think whatever you want to about it. But it is, it does add context when two white guys are telling us in hip hop what is hip hop and what isn't and what is pop and what isn't while they're going home at night to their black girlfriends. It seems a little weird to me. It just seems weird. Joe Budden has no filter of any type of care for the art of what's going on. It's like, hey, let's just let it all fly. And there's no discretion to this thing we all love called hip hop. To pretend as if hip hop is not popular and can't be considered its own version of pop music because everything filters through hip hop. Hip hop is the biggest genre in the world, which makes it popular, which makes it pop music. But when you go to Spotify and they start talking about what's pop music is a whole bunch of white artists and they have a certain type of sound. And so what the two white guys on Joe Budden podcast will tell you is, well, pop music must be white. And hip hop music must be black. And in many ways, I'm I'm not sure if anyone has ever caught this. We've allowed these two white guys to sit on a platform and tell us about our own culture. And then they make sly remarks and sly jokes about the very people who have contributed and put their life on the line for this culture that we all love. Now, who has given them this authority to say what they need to say? When did you become a gatekeeper for hip hop? Now, I say that to say Nicki Minaj shows up on the Joe Budden or on Queen Radio with Joe Budden and the crew. And she talks about motorsport only because Joe Budden says, well, when did I treat you any type of way? He refuses to answer. She plays the the track for him from Everyday Struggle, which he was on a few years ago. And everybody fell in love with Joe Budden because he stood up for the independent uh, creatives. I remember the moment. People stopped rocking with Everyday Struggle and they went over and said, we're going to rock with wherever Joe goes. And then he went on to do State of the Culture. And we'll get into all of this. But we got somebody has to tell the truth. The truth is Joe Budden danced around Nicki Minaj's question. And it caused her to have to just tell him to cut the mic off because you're just dancing. And he kept trying to resort back to, you know, where your lines directed at uh, Cardi. It was Cardi directed at you. And no, you're dancing. That's not what she asked. What she's saying is you guys created a narrative about Nicki Minaj back then to basically grab attention for clickbait. You created a narrative 
that Nicki Minaj was going after Cardi B when in reality, Cardi B was going after Nicki in that situation. And all while that was happening, things were happening over at Power uh, Power Radio in New York with DJ Envy and Charlemagne. And we'll get to them in one second. They, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna have to really nail down how they play into this. So then later that night, Nicki Minaj shows up on Joe Budden's podcast, and so the first thing they talk about is the argument from Queen Radio. And she's saying, y'all don't really understand what y'all have the power to do. You have the power to really, you know, influence people's minds. People are listening to you. Rory chimes in. By the way, Rory's the same one who's making sly jokes about Tupac Shakur. Saying how he rode on Jada Pinkett's coattails his entire career. And saying it was just a joke. How he's talked about how uh, pop music, um, how hip hop uh, jumps into pop, but pop doesn't jump into hip hop, and, and 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 they start they start merging this idea that hip hop <laughs> can't be popular. And the the two white guys on this on on the on the program have no discretion of understanding that maybe you should shut up on certain topics. Maybe maybe you don't know everything on certain topics. And maybe because of your background, maybe you should just back up just a tad bit before you jump out and start talking about a culture that you did not create. Just just maybe a little bit. So Rory then says, "Hey, this is this is on a Joe Budden podcast." He says, "Nikki, you know, I don't think anyone is necessarily trying to, um, you know, put a put a put a stop to it. Why are you feeding into this? Why, you know?" And then that's when the whole jokes about the broomsticks and all that stuff happen. So then, Nikki says, "Y'all don't really realize the power that you have, and everybody in the room is playing dumb." Well, what power, Nikki? What did we do? Okay. We have to stop this. Here are your gatekeepers in hip-hop. Big Boy Radio. They banned (laughs) Kodak Black's music because he said he would want to get with Lauren London. I mean, come on, really? We did a whole episode on this. Go back and listen. I caught all the moments where the gatekeeping happened. We got Charlemagne and DJ Envy basically uh, admitting on air that they aren't going to rock with her music anymore and that she needs to bow down to Cardi and, and, and stop all the stop all the fussing over Cardi when Cardi was the one initiating a lot of the drama. We have a whole episode on that called Blackballed. I caught all the gatekeepers as they were gatekeeping. Who else? Who else are the hip hop gatekeepers? Sway is a gatekeeper. We don't want to admit it. He may be a nice gatekeeper. 
Why do you think Kanye West came there to turn up? Why do you think it was it was so pivotal pivotal for Kanye to sit down with Sway years ago and say what he had to say? Gatekeepers. What does it mean? Let's look at the definition. Because I don't think we've quite understand the severity of what's going on. A gatekeeper is a person or thing that controls access to something. Access. Access. Pay attention to this. So what would Joe Budden be a gatekeeper of? He's a... He's a gatekeeper of uh, access to information about the inside of what's going on in hip hop. You all say you love Joe Budden because he provides an inside take. Inside take means access. Why do you think we have Black Equity Insider? I'm providing access to people. Access. A gatekeeper, a personal thing that controls access. The difference between me and Joe Budden is I don't have any industry connects. I I don't have any affiliations. I'm not affiliated with anyone. And that's when the gatekeeping can get a little tricky. Because as soon as Nicki Minaj leaves the Joe Budden podcast, they start murmuring with each other. And talk in circles for 15 or 20 minutes about how they're glad she came on and how they wish she would just let motorsport go. And No. The only reason why she brought up motorsport is because you, you wouldn't admit the lies that you were telling. You've been, y'all been running on all y'all platforms for two years about Nikki. And now magically, everybody's pretending like they don't know what's happening. Joe Budden controls access to inside information. What is some of that inside information? I don't know. You tell me the phone calls he's having with DJ Envy that he admitted on the podcast. He talked about on the podcast the uh, times that they're talking uh, off air. He has access to things. He has access to Nicki Minaj. They talk on the phone and text all the time. That's what they both said. That's access. And he controls that information. He also talked about how he had a phone call with Chance the Rapper. And, but he won't share that with us. Access that he controls. Joe Budden is a gatekeeper in hip-hop. And he's proud of it, too. His whole mood changed as soon as Nicki leaves. Nitty starts basically going right back down the road that Nicki was saying he was doing before. As soon as she leaves, he goes right back into another personality saying, well, I don't know why she keeps focusing on that motorsport stuff. I wish she would just let that stuff go. She's focusing on it because you focused on it. You and uh, DJ Academics focused on it. You two were gatekeeping information and creating narratives about Nicki Minaj being difficult to work with. And that she was trying to step the bags of Cardi B. Then they asked questions on the Joe Budden podcast. They asked Nikki, hey, do you think Atlantic is out to get you? Nikki says, you tell me, Rory. Rory says, yes, I do. 
Rory now has access to information. He already knew the answer before he asked the question. Why are you trying to trip her up by making her say out loud that Atlantic is trying to take her out? We also did an episode on that. It's called The Greatest Heist. The Greatest Heist. We did an episode on how Atlantic Records manufactured Cardi B into being a Grammy winner. And Nikki talked about Lady LaShore on the Joe Budden podcast today. Guess what clip we played earlier for you on that same episode? It's all documented. I've been documenting this whole gatekeeping. Joe Budden, gatekeeper. Joe Budden podcast, gatekeepers. DJ Envy, a gatekeeper, he admits on air that he stopped playing her music because she sent a threat to, to another DJ. That's access and control, control of the access. So then, magically, they're, they're recording all this information on Monday night. Magically, on Tuesday, the Breakfast Club is ready and, and has all the clips ready to go to have court about who loves Nicki Minaj the most, Charlemagne or DJ Envy. Because they had to clean it up before the Joe Budden podcast came out. How did they know that something was going to happen? DJ Envy called Joe Budden live on the air. Normally, when Joe Budden records... It's on Tuesday night. DJ Envy didn't know that. So DJ Envy gets on the phone after he sees Joe Budden trending from the Queen Radio and says, hey, is everything good? Oh, oh, hey, DJ Envy, I'm live on the Joe Budden podcast. And then they start laughing and giggling. And Rory wants to know if they're still friends, even though he's been banned from coming on The Breakfast Club. After that conversation ends, Maul says, y'all are so phony. Everything y'all just did, which is phony. Exactly. My sentiments, exactly. Thank you, Maul. Somebody, somebody say it. It's all phony. So DJ Envy gets the word that Nikki was talking about them. He runs back. He tells Charlemagne. They said, okay, well, we'll get ahead of the story before the Joe Budden podcast comes out on Wednesday. And so they start taking phone calls and hold court of who loves Nicki Minaj the most. Rory just told you on the podcast that he believes that Atlantic Records and uh, DJ Envy and the Breakfast Club are in bed with each other. What does that mean? That may mean that there's money being exchanged or information that's being exchanged. Intel being exchanged between the two. There's something going on. Where there's smoke, there's fire. And where there's fire, there's more fire. The Breakfast Club decides to get ahead of this so then they can spin the narrative and say, oh no, we love Nikki. Everything has always been about music. And we don't want we don't want any issues. 
we don't want we don't want Nikki to be so focused on this that we start calling her Monica in a reference to uh Charlemagne's current feud with Monique, which they've blackballed. When Monique showed up on the Breakfast Club, Charlemagne's whole entire mood changed because he was ready for war. Because somebody sent him in there to do that. You can always tell when Charlemagne has been sent in to do the, the dirty work by other people. Because the way he handles the interviews. Kamala Harris comes on, he loves her. Cory Booker comes on, he's tough on her. Tough, tough on him. His mood changes depending on who's in front of him. He's not an independent journalist. He may have cleaned up his act, but he's not independent. There's agendas tied to all of this. Everybody has an agenda. And for us to pretend as if we don't see this gatekeeping going on, we're fooling ourselves. DJ Envy, The Breakfast Club, Charlemagne, Angela Yee, on Tuesday, they hold court saying who loves Nicki Minaj the most to cover their tracks and prepare for what's coming out on Wednesday. They had 24 hours before the podcast came out. Who alerted them to that? Joe Budden. They even, he even mentions how he rocks with, with Envy. And that's his people. They're from Queens. So DJ Envy has the scoop. And they, they, they basically are gaslighting this entire situation. What does gaslighting mean? And I want to make sure that we're looking at this. Gaslight. To, to manipulate by psychological means into questioning their own sanity. They are gaslighting Nicki Minaj. But it's all on record. There's nothing they can gaslight. We all, we all see it. It's just that nobody's going to call it out in the media. Because there's, there's no independent person that will say that's on a big media platform, look what's going on here. Angie Martinez isn't going to do it, so now she's throwing into a gatekeeper. Big Boy Radio in L.A. isn't going to do it. He's a gatekeeper. Sway won't do it. Gatekeeper. They're all aligned with each other. And for us to, to keep sitting here week after week and pretending as if hip-hop media has some type of journalistic integrity, it's a joke. It's a complete joke, and it's not just Nikki. They do it to a lot of different people. Because they're, they're playing a different game. <laughs> they're all aligned with each other. They all have each other's back. And yeah, they pick, they pick their, their battles with each other to raise uh, their ratings and viewerships whenever they talk about one another. But it's very apparent what's going on here. And if y'all can't see that, I don't know what else to tell you. It's all orchestrated. How do you deal with gatekeepers? You build your own radio show. See, the fact that Nicki Minaj has her own radio show, that's why they have to cover it up so fast.
if this was if this was somebody else, they wouldn't have to cover up anything. They would just let it die. <laughs> the fact that she has her own radio show, now they have to gaslight it and pretend like they don't know what's happening. So they own their own story and say, oh, yeah, well, we said that it was all about music. It was just music. It was never they used music to personally attack her. Joe Budden was saying this lady was on drugs and she was strung out. And magically, he doesn't remember any of this. And as soon as she leaves, now now he remembers everything. They basically was gaslighting her the entire first 30 minutes. And everybody on social media says, get her off. Why is she on here? Why is she screaming? Why is she over-talking people? Because they're trying to gaslight her. And that's what gatekeepers do. But it's all documented. So there's not really much you can gaslight. We all see it. It's all documented. We see what's happening. There's nothing for you to hide anymore. So when people ask me, well, why don't you listen to the Joe Budden podcast? Cause I, I can tell that it's not authentic. There's too many relationships to protect for them. We're never going to get the real stories. It always feels like we're getting a story. He says early in the conversation, yeah, we're going to get to Charlemagne and all that. He never got to it. He never asked real questions. He, Joe Budden knows what's happening with Atlantic. Why wouldn't Joe Budden say, you know, hey, let's get down to what's going down with Atlantic. Everybody's asking questions like they don't know about Lady LaShore taking $250,000 uh, or, or declining $250,000 so that, that, that she would battle Nicki Minaj. We're just all pretending like we don't know what's going on. And then the next day comes and we'll, we'll create a new narrative. There'll be a new conversation that will happen within the next 24 to 48 hours. It will start trending and we'll forget that this ever happened. And we'll just say, hey, remember that time that, that she was on Joe Budden podcast? Be very careful, these gatekeepers, man. Because, see, gatekeepers work in unison. They work together to try to end someone. And that's why you have to build your own platforms. And that's why you have to create your own narrative. Because DJ Envy, Charlemagne, Joe Budden, Angie Martinez, Big Boy TV, and Sway... They refuse to call each other out. And with that in place, where can an artist go to get a fair interview? Where can an artist go to really have their say? They have to go on their own radio show with Apple in order to get it. It's sad, but it's true. In order to really get a fair conversation in this climate you have to have the conversation yourself if Nikki is open you can come on black equity anytime and have the conversation because I'm not tied to any of these people I love Sway I love uh, the Breakfast Club I love all these places I love listening in but I'm not dumb I'm not stupid we can see through the BS now, did Nikki take some shots? Yes. By the way, she took shots at Remy. She took shots at Cardi during the conversation. She took shots at Rick Ross. 
These are all things that she's going to have to answer for over the next few months. But she knew what she was doing. She took shots every chance she got. She took shots at Charlemagne, shots at Envy. She took shots at everybody who was either a gatekeeper or who has tried to end her. She took shots at Atlantic Records. Now, you can all decide whatever you want from this. I'm not telling you don't like Atlantic or to like Atlantic. I'm just telling you what's obviously happening in the game. And as you're building your business, as you're building your connections and your partnerships, there are going to be people who try to end you. It won't work. And when they get found out, they'll all run onto their different platforms and call each other up in the middle of the night and start laughing and giggling because it didn't work, but they thought they had it and they made a lot of money during the process of trying to take you down. A lot of people made a lot of money on Nicki Minaj's rise and they made a lot of money on her fall. But here's the thing. Those same characters... They saw the rise of Cardi B, right? Well, guess what? Guess what happens next? Now Cardi gets to feel the wrath of the other side because they won't have anyone else to tear down. So they, you have to take somebody and tear them down. So I don't know if it's going to be Cardi or somebody else. They have to pick somebody to tear down while they build somebody else up. So we just sit back and we watch it. And as it's happening, I'll be bringing it to you. But pay close attention. As one person rises, they always have to make somebody else fall. And it'll be very interesting who the Breakfast Club chooses next as their next target. It'll be very interesting the narratives that Joe Budden spins. It'll be very interesting what Angie Martinez decides to be quiet about. It'll be very interesting to see who's the next person's music that big boy won't play it'll be very interesting to to see uh what sway says and doesn't say a lot of times what sway ends up doing is just not say anything and sometimes that's gatekeeping as well when you have the right information and you're an elder statesman in the game and you don't say anything that's just as bad as you attacking along with everyone else All these hands are in the pot of hip-hop. All of them. And it's about time that we start telling the truth. Because we all have our own voices now. We all have our own platforms. It's about time that we call it down the middle. Even if we don't like Nicki Minaj, let's tell the truth. They tried to blackball her. And it didn't work.